You're listening to DraftKings Network. Unreasonable Odds presented by DraftKings. Another week, myself and Julian Edlow will dive into the college football card week 12. We're getting down to the wire in the college football season. What we have to look at for spots this week, the Pac-12. It's getting juicy as the schedule winds down. In the NFL, Deshaun Watson, done for the season. What does that mean for the Cleveland Browns? Are the are the Browns bettable at the number? The number keeps coming down on the Browns this weekend against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll dive into what that means for the Browns and the AFC North. Johnny Avello sits down with Julian for Odds Are. That's all coming up on Unreasonable Odds. Welcome into Unreasonable Odds, presented by DraftKings. Brendan Glasheen back in the host chair with Julian Edlow. We'll have Johnny Avello of the DraftKings Sportsbook joining us shortly for Odds Are. He dives into the board for college football, playoff implications. We already have odds out for the SEC title game, Georgia and Alabama. Julian Edlow is here. I was out last week, Julian, so you'll have to keep me honest on how we did on the best bet side of things. Welcome back, Glash. We honestly did terrible. Uh... I, I was all in on Oregon scoring points against USC. Bo Nix's first two passes of the game both went for 77-plus-yard touchdowns. <laughs> Felt fine. Um, the first half one would have cashed, by the way, if Oregon didn't, if Dan Lanning didn't elect to not kick extra points on the first two touchdowns. He sneakily went for two, didn't get it. Then he chased points, went for two again, didn't get it. And that's what cost the first half team total. And then... Uh, just stalled late, much like the Colorado game where they got up huge early and uh, just dragged out the second half. So didn't get there, but the Ducks got the win and are uh, progressing nicely towards that Pac-12 title game that I have them in. Yeah, they are minus 190 right now at the DraftKings Sportsbook to win the Pac-12 championship game. We're going to dive into Washington later on during best bets. So maybe just give a tease to that. If Washington's playing Oregon State this weekend on the road in a night spot, national TV. Is it smart if betters haven't got in yet on Oregon to bet, even though I know it's a lot of juice, minus 190, is that the right number to get in now on Oregon because of the tough spot for Washington? No, and the tough spot for Washington doesn't matter because they can drop a game and still go to Vegas for this game. Sure. Um, We're getting to the neighborhood where the minus 190 on Oregon isn't much different than what this game would be priced at a Washington, Oregon game in Vegas. So I think that ship has sailed and you now wait for the PAC 12 title game, Oregon, as long as they can beat Arizona state and Oregon state gets there, Oregon state can play spoiler here. Um, but they're going to have to go. They're going to have to, first of all, beat Washington, which I do think they can do, but then you got to go on the road short week, Friday, rivalry game at Oregon that's a tough ask especially since Oregon State had a huge comeback win at home over the Ducks last year now you're going to Eugene for this one I big ask we'll dive into yeah uh we'll dive into Georgia Alabama lines are already out for the SEC championship game we'll do that later on in the show quick note in the NFL just generally speaking It's a really tough board and a smelly card. 
It is uh, the Thursday night game and the Monday night game, the highlights by far. Mm-hmm. And then we got, you know, in the neighborhood of the spreads are moving around, but the neighborhood of five double digit favorites on Sunday. Um, Six, more, seven, seven by more than a touchdown, not including, of course, Thursday night. Seven by more than a touchdown. All right. So, yeah, I mean, look at some teasers potentially, but I don't, I don't even like many of these games much. Like, are the Cowboys going to beat up on the Panthers? They definitely they should. should, but I, I, I don't know how I want to bet him on the road here. Um, so we can talk about some of those games. It's going to be a light NFL. It's really a light NFL and college week for me. Um, but that's fine. We got, we got plenty ahead of us. Yeah. Dallas lane, 10 and a half dolphins lane, 12 coming off the bye. lions lane nine with Justin Fields expected back. He's expected to start for the bears this week. No Tyson Bajan. Commanders minus nine against the Giants. Yep. What was the what was the preseason line on that game? It could it had to have been inside a field goal, right? Yeah, I Giants were probably favored. But, <laughs> um, no, not necessarily, but it, it was probably pretty. Uh, I don't know, but oh, geez. here we are. NFC East basement game. Commanders minus nine. Jags laying seven at home to the Titans. 49ers minus 12 at home against Tampa. And uh, and the Bills are laying seven against the Jets. The Bills. Nightmare story. The nightmares continue mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in the AFC East. So Miami better not screw this up for their sake. Okay, very good. We'll dive into the college football card, NFL Week 11. But first, let's do odds are with the director of the DraftKings Sportsbook, Johnny Avello. All right, it's that time of the podcast to go to Odds Are with Johnny Avello, the director of DraftKings Sportsbook. Johnny, how are we doing this week? Very well, thank you. Let's start with some sizable road upsets in the NFL last week. Cleveland at Baltimore, Houston at Cincinnati, Denver at Buffalo. All of those favorites in the range where maybe you would tease them, put them in money line parlays. How are the results on those three games specifically for the book? Uh, okay, we'll start with the Browns at the Ravens. That was a break-even game for us. The game did go as high as six and a half after opening four. So it sounded like we would do real well in that game. But Brown money showed up late, and the game closed six. Uh, actually, could have pushed to five and a half very easily. Um, Houston... Winning at Cincy was our best revenue game of the day. Uh, who thought that the Bengals could lose at home to this team? Uh, and we also did well with the Bills losing at home to Denver. I got to be honest with you, Jules. I've never seen the Bills play so poorly as that game. It was just They were terrible. Well, fire the offensive coordinator. That should fix 12 men on the field for a uh, special teams play, right? Yeah, right. Um you mentioned the biggest revenue game of the day, and that was uh, C.J. Stroud upsetting Joe Burrow. Stroud picking up steams in the awards market. Obviously, if he doesn't get hurt, I mean, Offensive Rookie of the Year is is his. That's what the number says. But MVP market, I know, you know, Schefter put out a tweet that mentioned Stroud in the MVP conversation, and the market kind of went crazy. I think we're down as as we record here on Wednesday, November 15th. I think we're sitting around 25 to 1 on DK Sportsbook, how are betters handling both Stroud 
as well as Houston in the futures market, because I do not mind taking a piece of Houston to, to win that division with the Jags a heavy favorite. Good point. Yeah, Stroud getting a little play in the MVP mark you mentioned. He's now 25 to 1. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. He's an out price, minus 1,600. I don't know how he loses yeah. this. Yeah. The kids just played sensational. Now, for and Texas, he could, to the point of the minus 1,600, he, we're getting close to late enough in the year where he could get hurt and still win, like Otani gets hurt and win. And, well, we don't know yet, but should win MVP. I believe so. So, one more game, you know, he's. He'll he'll be playing uh, the next game or so, so he's fine there. Then there'll only be a few left, so I I don't think there's anybody out there that could actually catch him. Uh, as Texans, uh, ninety to one to win it all. They were one fifty last week, but it's that AFC South where the betters believe that's where they believe they could win. And you mentioned it, only two seventy plus two seventy five right now, right behind the Jags. Another one getting a little bit of action is to make the playoffs. That's uh, getting a, a pretty fair look. Uh, the no is minus one twenty-five, and the yes is plus one hundred five. So, pretty much close to a pick them there. All right, let's go back to the rest of last week's NFL results. We talked about those three games. Anything else that resulted in big wins for both the the public or you guys behind the book? Forty uh, ers beating the Jags. Uh, Steelers winning over the Packers and the Raiders squeaking by the Jets. They were all games on the positive side for us. Um, we paid out a wheelbarrow full of money, though, with the Lions beating the Chargers. I mean, the Lions were just the most popular bet of the day. And the Cowboys covering that huge number over the Giants. That was also a big payer for the betters. Normally, you wouldn't see public laying a, a number like that, but when you've got a guy, a guy like DeVito, I call him Danny DeVito because I think Danny DeVito would do a better job than this, than this DeVito would. So anyway, um, yeah, when you have that type of a matchup where it just it looks like the, the Giants have no chance, which they didn't, they were all over that also. All right. Speaking of wheelbarrows of money, people are trying to win wheelbarrows of money this weekend. Let's look ahead. Finally, some good primetime games. Thursday night, we got a Ravens-Bengals game. Monday night, we got a Super Bowl rematch, Eagles-Chiefs at Arrowhead. Um, let's start just looking at the Thursday game since we're recording on Wednesday here. We got a little bit of shelf life. How are betters handling uh, this AFC North battle? Uh, the Ravens so far are the team of choice here. We opened three and a half. And I got to be honest, I thought we would get a Bengal push, but it's been all Ravens money so far. We've been pushed to four. I thought three was probably going to be the right number. Um, I know all four teams are in a hunt for the AFC North, but the uh, you know Bengals Bengals started the season so poorly, and it looks like a must game for them. Uh, so I, the betters don't see it that way so far. And how about that Super Bowl rematch uh, at Arrowhead on Monday Night Football? Where are betters leaning there so far? We opened uh, KC two and a half. We're now up to three. I just don't believe that that three is going to hold up because. Eagle betters like that they're going to take that three, so I expect we'll move back in a very short period of time. Uh, the betters are also taking the plus 124 on the Eagles to win the game straight up. So that tells me right there that the three probably won't hold up. Obviously, uh, both teams off a bye. Revenge spot for the Eagles off the, the end of that Super Bowl. But Mr. Andy Reid, 27-4 and all-time off of the bye. Uh, that's Damn. his... 
is bread and butter. Um, let's go to the Sunday card, Johnny. Where is uh, some of the early money going on the rest of the games on this NFL Sunday card? Uh, Steelers plus the point. I don't know. The Steelers been. I think it's been a great year for them. Can t- team continues to win, but plus the points even before Watson was declared out for the mm-hmm. season. So they, you know, they were betting them. Whoever got them then got a better number. Uh, 49ers laying the 11 at home versus the Bucks. That's a play. I guess after watching them last week, why wouldn't you lay 11, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, and look for that to go higher, I think. Uh, Seahawks yeah. at the Rams getting a small play early. That's uh, now one. they're a one-point favorite after being a one-point dog. And then the uh, resurrected Vikings. Getting points yeah. at Denver in a Sunday night primetime game, or that's also a, a play. You could argue the resurrected Broncos as well. Now winners of three in a row, wins over Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. That's what once looked like maybe a terrible Sunday night football game has has some juice now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's switch over to the college side of things. Uh, Johnny, start with a big one in the Pac-12 on Saturday night. This one I, I've had circled for weeks as the spot where Washington goes down. I was excited to get them as an underdog in this game. The market surely says that it's that type of spot because Oregon State has flipped from a dog to a two, two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. So I don't need to ask you how betters are handling this one because the market already tells me that. I just want to know what type of action it takes to kind of flip an undefeated Washington team into an underdog this late in the season. Yeah, we did open the Huskies, the one-point favorite, now jumped on it, and we're sitting at two-and-a-half Oregon State. It's not a bushel of money that moves the line because on the – now, if this was, uh, you know, Friday night or Saturday and we went from one to two the other side, I would tell you that's a significant amount of money. But when you open these numbers early, you move fast. You go from one – uh, as a favorite to one and underdog on the first move. You don't even stop at pick because you're not really sure where the game is going to settle. So it's not a lot. It's, it's uh, you know, a fair amount of money that's got is there so far, but it's not, yeah. you know, in the six, seven figure range. That's not what we needed to get us there because we're moving fast off a sharp play. And when we see it's all one-sided, we just move that line quick to get to the number that we feel it needs to be before the game takes place on Saturday. Actually, we would like to get there by get to the right number by Wednesday or so. But uh, in this case, maybe we are at the right number now. I don't know how much higher this can go. Yeah, I was going to ask you, are you expecting any buyback on Washington? Do you see this one budging at all or are we just set here now? I would expect the way our network uh, gets bet, you know, on games like this. I would think Washington's going to get a play on the money line, uh, getting plus money on a undefeated team. So yeah. I think that's what I would expect. I, I, on the spread side, I'm not exactly so sure where that where that's going to go to, but I don't think it's going to hit three. All right, let's take a look at the uh, rest of that Saturday college football card. Any uh, any sides taking some significant money or on the move already? Uh, they like Virginia Tech at home, laying three points now, uh, who's playing much better over NC State. That's a team who's also had a very good year so far. 
Yeah. Uh, they also like the other team from that state, North Carolina Tar Heels, grabbing a touchdown at Clemson. Uh, USC at home, laying a six and a half uh, over UCLA. That's now up to seven. Um, and in a contest of five and five teams, they're taking Nebraska with the five and a half points at Wisconsin. All right, and how about the futures market, Johnny? We're getting, uh, we're nearing in here on conference championship weekend. Any futures uh, that have moved significantly or taken a bunch of money lately? Uh, Texas to win the Big Twelve championship now minus one hundred and sixty. Believers feel that they they're the best team there and will get there. So that's that number's being laid. Oregon to win the Pac twelve. Uh, the price has been laid up to minus one ninety. Uh, and, you know, when I watch this team play, they look to me like they could contend for a national championship if they could get there. Uh, Michigan, now a bigger favorite than they were last week. They're now up to 220. Uh, to, and to win it all, the Ducks probably were the most popular choice this week as they are now down 8-1 to one to win it all. So I guess, you know, people see this team's offense on the field um, – and they feel like they can compete this year. So it's been a great year for writing futures, and uh, we, we still have a long way to go. That train that I heard behind you, Johnny, that is Oregon coming for the Pac-12 to cash my my tickets. That's what that was, in case you were wondering. Um, another week. That's, actually a mid, that's a midnight train to Georgia. That's what that was. <laughs> well, that transitions us to where we are going right now. We are going to Atlanta, where Georgia and Alabama is now set as the SEC championship game. I saw you guys opened five on DK Sportsbook. As we record, we're sitting four. Um, how are betters uh, approaching that one so far? We seem to talk about Alabama every week. They keep getting it done. Now they're going to have the, the ultimate test. And an interesting wrinkle, you know, Georgia's got to deal with that road game at Tennessee this week, whereas Alabama is, you know, just going to steamroll a Chattanooga team. So two totally different matchups this week to learn anything about these two teams. There's a reason why Alabama throws this cupcake game in there every year, uh, you know, to, to get them positioned so they don't have to concentrate on a good team, concentrate on the championship game. Yeah, yep. this line sits at four now after opening five. So far, they do like Alabama with both the points and the money line. Now, once we get down, I think it'll come down another tick. I can see this coming down to three and a half, and, and a half. it's just going to be an overall great betting game on both sides. It's it, as it usually is, and it's usually these two teams meeting, and uh, nothing's changed. But it's still always exciting for uh, college football enthusiasts. You don't think it's going to touch three, right? I don't. That seems three and a half. Really, yeah, three and a half. I yeah, I agree with you there, and I have seen some. Some places open to three. That's gone. I don't think it's coming back. Maybe looking for uh, some Georgia money. I found that very interesting. I, I'm going to be going Alabama in, in this one. Um, but let's finish up with college hoops, Johnny. College hoops now seeing some big matchups. We had Arizona win outright at Cameron on Friday night. We had the Champions Classic on Tuesday. Duke won and covered against Michigan State, who's now lost two games uh, and Kansas won against Kentucky, but Kentucky covered the big number and looked pretty impressive without any of their big men in that game. We also had number four Marquette, short dog, get the road win at Illinois. We're, we're getting some good games here. 
have those games done anything, Johnny, to the futures market in, in college hoops? Well, Arizona's getting some love at 16 to 1. Uh, both Kentucky and Kansas saw action before and after that matchup. You mentioned Kentucky, you know, they got a, you know, if you take the size of the, Three, they got a three. I think it's at least three seven footer sitting over there. Correct. On side. <laughs> all missed. All missed the Kansas game. And what happened? Yeah. Hunter Dickinson had twenty seven points and twenty one rebounds. Yeah, we know how these teams play. It's not how they play now. It's how they're playing later. Uh, yeah. Another thing, Michigan State also seeing some play with their odds drifting up a little after losing those couple of early games. Now, you know they. You'd like to get one of those two. Uh, they've lost them both. Uh, We'll see how they progress during the rest of the season. They do have a nice team, but they uh, on hard times right now to start the season. All right, there it is. Odds are with Johnny Avello, the director of DraftKings Sportsbook. Johnny, thanks for joining us as always on Unreasonable Odds. You are so welcome. Okay, many thanks to Johnny Avello for joining us on Unreasonable Odds. Jules, let's dive into this college football Week 12 card. Starting the ACC, Miami hosting number 10 Louisville, ABC kick on Saturday at noon. This Miami team has been frustrating, to say the least, if you're a Canes fan, a Canes backer, and... Look, I, I haven't seen a ton. I've, I saw Louisville, the way they played against Notre Dame at home. They played well at home against Duke. How do you – but you like the Cardinals on the road in this spot uh, down in Florida. Yeah, and I, I do understand that that will probably be a public side. I'm looking just as Wednesday afternoon. <clears throat> Spread-wise, Louisville's got about three-quarters of the bets for 50% of the money, although the money line is more even, and I think most bettors are betting this on the money line given it's been floating around a pick, <coughs> um, three-quarters of the tickets for three-quarters of the money on, on Louisville. Yeah, it's number nine at unranked. Um, Louisville should get into the ACC title game regardless, but that is not confirmed yet. Um, mm-hmm. But they can still, like, why not go for a, a one-loss season and try and, you know, not that they would get into the college football playoff for beating FSU, but you know, put that pressure on and, and get get a big bowl game. Uh, they still have a, a lot ahead of them. Miami, they were the sharp side. I almost bet them. I wish I did against FSU. Uh, Seven-point game. Miami goes all out for that FSU game. Like, that's an in-state rivalry game. I, I just think... Had a lead Louisville, against North Carolina. I know we're going back now a month or so, but had a mm-hmm. lead against North Carolina, then completely just lost all sense of self in the second half of that game. I just think Louisville is the better team on both sides of the ball and has a coaching advantage. So I'll roll with the public on this one. Okay. So, yeah, and Louisville really can't afford another loss, right? Could they afford a loss no, to be in the title game? They can, they can and they most likely will yep. get in if they were to lose. So that's my only red flag but like i don't think they're letting up like they still could miss out because this is their last acc game they play kentucky in state rivalry next week yep so i don't why leave it up to chance even though the chance is very 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 slim um if they win they are in and then try and go 12 and 1 try and be a team that's you know ranked 
six, seven, and, and get a New Year's Day bowl game or whatever. 230 kick in Arizona, the Wildcats, they were nice to me as a best bet. They they continue to win outright, even in games they were underdogs. Now, of course, they were a favorite against Colorado. They didn't cover, but they win again. Arizona's rolling. They face Utah, who I, I was stunned that the Utes kept pace with Washington. Uh, they put together an actual actual formidable offense. Where would you lean in, in this game with Arizona hosting the Utes this week? Yeah, I'm not going to bet it. Arizona keeps coming through, keeps coming through. Then they go on the road and almost slip up to Colorado and don't. I feel like Utah it has them outmatched here, though, and this should be the spot where Arizona kind of comes back to life. You know, if you told us this game was going to be a pick preseason or even a month ago, where do you think you're betting it? Utah is going to play defense, and if they show any kind of offense, they should be fine in this game. So ultimately, I don't know if I can if I can play it. Um, but man, it's it's tough to pass Utah at this price. Right now, Arizona minus one on the money line, minus one fifteen. Yeah, they just Jed Fish has got that group totally in sync. Now, again, like you said, they almost slip up against Colorado, but it's also a desperate yep. Buffalo's team, as we know, since their hot start to the year and all the public money they got. Any update yep. from Johnny on that, by the way, about just oh yeah, all those people that believed in Colorado in like August and September. What happened to those people? We'll ask about them next week, but I, I mean, I don't think anything's anything's changing that's just dead money that when those bets grade that that goes to the sports book i don't know why people wanted to bet on colorado to win so much i understand the entertainment aspect but it all adds up to a giant bulk of handle that like you know who cares if you're sitting in johnny's seat if oregon or washington wins that game you already have all the colorado money yeah uh in the sec georgia on the road at number 18 tennessee so this is your ultimate, okay, Georgia, we know they're going to be in the SEC title game. We can hit on that too. Georgia now minus four at the DraftKings Sportsbook against Alabama. That line's already out for the SEC title game. So Georgia goes to Tennessee, and I bet Tennessee last week, and I was so annoyed how they faltered. and should have, didn't my, should have listened to my segment. Should have listened to the podcast. Oh, why? Did you bet Missouri? Missouri. Hmm. Okay, well. Hmm. I was unreasonable odds. Hit subscribe. Okay. I was, I was busy to use your line. Um, sorry, but Tennessee, they caused a few turnovers early in the game. And then Missouri just took it to them. Like they couldn't get off the field, the defensive Tennessee. So is this a now? So Georgia's laying 10 on the road. Is this a spot where you can say, okay, George is just in the mindset. Let's get out of here. Find a way. And it's kind of a desperate big game spot for Tennessee, right? Kind of feels like when Tennessee played Alabama last year where they're being counted out. They're at home, uh, 3.30 start CBS on Saturday. What's your feeling on this one? Yeah, I would lean Georgia win, Tennessee cover. Uh, ten and a half, I should say, up to ten and a half. Yep, at DraftKings ten Sports. and a half. So Georgia has the impressive win against Ole Miss, win that one running away at home. Tennessee complete no show against Missouri. Yep. Look ahead spot. Like it's all about now if they hadn't lost to Missouri, Tennessee would still be alive for the division against Georgia. 
Yeah. But they're not. So it, does that let down Tennessee? I don't know. That's why I'm not going to bet the game. But They're not Clemson, I, Julian. The, the, right. Tennessee is not Clemson. So No, they're not. So <laughs> I think Tennessee hangs around. It's a tough road test. But Georgia can't afford to lose because if they lose, they're probably out. Maybe I don't. You could beat Alabama and then you're twelve and one and you're in. But you don't want to mess around with this game if you're if you're Georgia. So I, I ultimately have to pass here. Uh, but I would lean Tennessee in the points in this spot. Georgia goes to Georgia Tech for a rivalry game on the 25th weekend of Thanksgiving. And then, yes, December 2nd, they match up with Bama in the uh, SEC title game. So so that one, I, I don't mind playing Bama four now. That opened five on DK Sportsbook. Oh, it opened down, five. Okay, so I saw yeah. it go down to three. All right, very good. Opened five, came down to four. There are other shops that opened three. And went up to four. And opening three kind of tells me you're looking for Georgia money, right? Meaning the odds makers like Alabama. Uh, So Johnny said this could tick down to three and a half, but that it would not touch three. And I I like Alabama at at four. You might beat the closing line of, of three and a half. I don't know if it'll come back up or not. So... I'll, I'll. I think this is a prime spot for Alabama to to pull the upset. Georgia has really not been tested at all. This isn't their, you know, these teams that have been so invincible. It feels like the past two years for Georgia, they're very good, but defending Jalen Milrow is going to be an issue with his legs, the way that he's yep. moving around, and the way that he throws the deep ball. So I I have no problem playing Alabama now on the plus four in the SEC championship game. How much was Georgia had a game against LSU this year to just kind of have another, another test against a mobile quarterback to see what it looks like. Um, Yeah. That would have let us know. That would have let us know a lot. Yeah. Against McDaniels. Okay. But not the case. All right, good. And then we'll do one more game in college. Uh, Well, you're going to hit on Oregon State and Washington in best bets, but one more game that we're best bets. Say again. I said, yeah, we'll say we'll just save the Pac-12 game for best bets. Yeah. Quick, quick note on USC did cover against Oregon, as as you know. Um, USC laying seven at home to UCLA. How does Chip Kelly squat match up here? I'm kind of more interested in the total. Sixty-five and a half. 65 and a half. So USC is nine and two to the over this season. UCLA is two and eight to the over this season. They play defense. Right. They don't have much offense. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a game where uh, we see USC just keep scoring, scoring, scoring. I think UCLA has to play some defense here. And I don't think they have the offense to really take advantage of how poor uh, USC's defense is. So, well, the other thing, too, is it, so with USC, we know how awful their defense is. They relieved their defensive coordinator um, a few weeks ago. But my question is, is their offensive line all that good? And can UCLA get to their offensive line? Right. That's, that's where I would be. That's, that would be my concern if you're, if you're leaning over in the game. Oh, no. I'm leaning under in the game. Okay. Okay. Very good. Other way. Uh, I think that this one has the potential to, to not be a shootout. UCLA doesn't score much. 
USC maybe won't have to score as much. And then, um, you know, if they're playing with the lead at home, I, you know, they could wind up running the ball late here and not, you know, having those deep shots with Caleb Williams. So I'm leaning towards the under in this one. I don't know if I'll be brave enough to ultimately bet a USC under, though. UCLA last three games, 28 points against Colorado, 10 to Arizona, 7 to Arizona State, and now they're going on the yeah. road. Um, yeah, they just can't score. That was that was why I liked Arizona a few weeks ago. Um, yep. All right, let's go to uh, NFL, and we'll lead with Deshaun Watson, who fractured his shoulder in the second quarter of Sunday's game against the Ravens. And he is going to miss the rest of the season. He is done for the year. Kevin Stefanski said about 10 minutes ago, as we record, that Dorian Thompson Robinson will be the starter for the Browns this week. They're laying one and a half now at home to Pittsburgh. So sets up to be a AFC North slog. But before we get into that game, you're thoughts on maybe how you want to bet the Browns going forward. Does the quarterback change, whether it's Walker, whether it's uh, Dorian at quarterback, what, what's your reaction to how you, this might change your thought process, betting Browns games the rest of the year? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the initial move down a couple of points, I think was priced from Watson to PJ Walker, which I don't think is all that big of a deal, but yeah. we're getting down near a pick. I think it's one as we record now with the DTR news. I, I'm pretty down on DTR, but the Steelers' luck has to run out. I can't bet the Steelers, so I'm passing all together this week. Browns, but in are, general, Browns are now plus one. Browns are a dog now. Oh, wow. Um, Steelers that all's just, just moved. Because, again, that, that announcement just came <laughs> minutes ago from Stefanski. So. <clears throat> this would be worth an underlook if it wasn't so low already. I got a pass this week. But... Uh, Last I looked, Brown's win total, which was 10.5 minus 110 each way, the 10.5 was still there. You just had to pay minus 140 juice on the under. This is going to be a tough finish for the Browns. Their schedule isn't even all that tough, but with DTR, like, I just question their ability to score. I, it, I don't know. So I'd, I'll, be, I'll be looking maybe if you want to play them under on the win total. I, I think I'm good with that. And then you can root for the Steelers this weekend. Browns six and three win total at DraftKings Sportsbook ten and a half. Yeah, they got to get five more. It's how much do you believe in that defense? The defense is is good, but the offense is still going to have to do something, and I don't I don't know if they can. They could always go back to Walker though, and then you're looking kind of I don't like it as much. Yeah. I mean, if you want to just play the schedule slash quarterback game, they got to go at Russell Wilson in Denver. Tough place to play. I'm talking about after this week, mm -hmm. you got to play the Jags at home, Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to get out of that stupid Jags team at CJ Stroud and the Texans is now suddenly a tough game. And then they're at Cincinnati to wrap up the year. Hmm. So I just gave you four games, not including this week that feel like they don't have the better quarterback, but they also have, Jets, Bears, and whatever the Rams put out there. Maybe if it, you take Carson Wentz, or do you take the other? Do you take this kid, Dorian Thompson Robinson? I don't know. I don't know what Carson Wentz is, but Dorian Thompson Robinson is not going to do much right now. 
Okay. All right, so that's the lead story in the NFL. The card, as we said off the top, is not pretty. No. Uh, we'll have a, in a few minutes. We're going to prime time games, but not Sunday. Yeah, Thursday's good. Cleveland, um, Baltimore, and Cincinnati. It's a big, big game for the the Bengals, considering they, or did the bank? It's a big team for both. Both just yeah. got upset as you know, home five and a half, six, six and a half point favorites. Bengals, Ravens. Bengals are five and four. They just lost to the Texans. Uh, yeah, the Bengals lost to the Ravens early in the year, week two, 27, 24. Tommy DeVito starting again for Washington, uh, uh, for uh, the Giants. Th- thanks to yeah. Samir for this note. Uh, I was right. The Giants, the five months ago, the preseason line, the Giants were one and a half point favorites. I think they were thinking it would be Daniel Jones and coach of the year, Brian Dayball. They'd have the train on the tracks, but they, they were one and a half point favorites. And now they are nine and a half, nine point underdogs this week. The Giants yep. at the Commanders. Things is change. there a game of these gross underdogs, some of these double-digit dogs, like Dak Prescott outside of Dallas, off a win, it's gross. But do you like Carolina as a double-digit dog? The Panthers are so bad. Um, I don't – I'm trying to find some – angle to play in these bigger games like last week i thought maybe an angle could be the cowboys team total over at home against the giants which got there i don't know if i see that angle this week um numbers coming down on the cowboys it's 10 and a half so somebody sees something there you know what it could be let's see it could be Dolphins team total against the Raiders. And take the under. Over. You want to go over? I think the I think the Dolphins coming off the loss, coming out of the bye, at home against a Raiders team that's all hyped up because they just won two home games against the New York teams. This could be a coming back to life spot for, or coming back to reality, I should say, spot for the Raiders. Whereas Miami wants to make a little bit of a statement, I could see Miami putting up a big number in that game. What teaser leg goes wrong? Like if I wanted to tease Jaguars Bills, am I crazy? Probably, right? Two division games. Yeah, those generally don't work. I don't well, know. Josh Allen doesn't play well. Josh Allen doesn't play well against the Jets either. I know. But new coordinator. I, I do think the Jags probably get right. Um, like the Niners should steamroll the Bucks. What am I going to do? Six hundred money line. <laughs> I. It's just it's that kind. It's that kind of week. The Sunday night game is kind of interesting <laughs> with the revitalized Dobbs Vikings team. Is now Jefferson over- back this week or is it next week? It could be this week. I think could I, be I this don't week. Know yet. Uh, now they're going to Denver to play a team that we just wrote off. Now they're kind of back in the mix. I don't have a play. I just think it's an interesting game. <laughs> yeah. Now I wonder, sounds ridiculous, but Jefferson being, if Jefferson's back, does that at all, how can you not trust Josh Dobbs when he just meets his teammates and doesn't know their names and he figures it out? I'm sure he could figure it out with an all world talent and Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, 
Make no mistake. Yeah, Denver won their game the other night. But while that story, that game's about Buffalo and their inept thing that they have going on there right now, uh, Denver, Sean Payton's doing a good job getting the most out of Russell Wilson and what's left of him. But uh, Denver's got some stuff to clean up, too. They really didn't deserve, neither yeah. team really deserved to win that game um, no. Monday night. Okay. Yeah, I don't This Sunday board's a mess. I'll probably dig up a couple props before it ro- rolls around. Um, might be a prop week. I don't, I don't have any. I don't have any yet. If you were looking at the Sunday board, maybe Dolphins team total would be what I like. And what's that number? <laughs> let me let me get that. Hang on. Okay. Yeah, eight um, uh, chans back to it. Running back. It looks like he's going to play. So you know, Raheem Mostert has the questionable tag. But if they got that dual threat out of the backfield, they could just run the ball too. That'd be my yep. concern for you if they just run the ball and so, get out of there. Miami's team total looks like. But then again, the Raiders front's pretty good. So or they've been playing better. 20, inspired. 29 and a half is the minus 115. Okay. I think they'll score in that game, but we shall see. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's all right there for the Dolphins. It's right there for them with the Bills at 500, the Jets and their mess, the Patriots are a mess. Kansas City's got a tough game this weekend. Cleveland, I'm sorry, I keep saying that. Cleveland, not not Cleveland, Cincinnati. Cincinnati and Baltimore go head to head. Like if you're if you're Miami, this is like you better just get in there, take care of your stuff, and get out because now they've got a real shot to contend. I think for the one seed, possibly if if Kansas City slips up, or maybe it's the Eagles' time to slip up. But it's a great scheduling spot this week for the Miami Dolphins. Okay, let's wrap up with best bets. Julian, you can go first. You've got two in college, one in college, one in the NFL. Yep, we kept the uh, the big ones off of the earlier segments because we're going to use them in best bets. So, mm-hmm. Oregon State, I've had the spot circled as the spot Washington slips up for a long time. I was hoping to get them a plus number in front of them. They were that, but they shifted to favorites. The market tells me everything I need to know. The market agrees with me here. Beavers favored at home. Washington can afford to lose, and they've been squeaking by really good good opponents, ranked opponents, both at home and on the road. Now you're going to Corvallis on a Saturday night. This is a tough place to play. You got DJ at quarterback who has been solid for them. You have a strong running game, a really good defense. Oregon State going back to 2021, last three seasons, Oregon State is 17-1 and at home. Their only loss was to USC when they were ranked seventh last year. They lost by three at home to USC early on in the year. The Beavers win at home, and Washington is just due for some regression. They've gotten lucky. They're both good and lucky. I don't want to take away from Washington, but to be 10-0 and requires a little luck. Missed field goal by Oregon, um, some other spots. So, like, I think this is where it catches up to them, and Oregon State wins this game at home in a wild atmosphere. So give me Oregon State on the money line. And then Johnny said that we should see the Chiefs tick back down to two and a half. You see the juice as we record is three minus 102, I think. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go Kansas City minus two and a half on Monday Night Football. I know it's a revenge spot for Philly from the Super Bowl, but they're on the road. It's at Arrowhead. Kansas City is also off a of bye, so you're getting Mahomes off a of bye. You're getting Andy Reid off a of bye, who is 27 and four in his career off a of bye going against his former team. I think the Chiefs uh, win once again. Okay. 
Great. I'm going to stick right with that game, but I'm going to take a different angle on it. I'm going to take the over in the first half, 23 and a half points. Hmm. As impressive of these, as, as impressive as these fronts have been defensively, and you just kind of documented this while you like the Chiefs and Mahomes inside a field goal against the spread, phenomenal. Just bet Mahomes. Don't second guess it. Don't think about it. He's, he's as good as it gets. He's basically free money these days in that spot. So I get why you want to wait to two and a half. Um, but I, bo- I think both of these offenses are going to, it's the toughest test for Kansas city offensively that they've faced this year. I think that's pretty safe to say. Um, they haven't played a Buffalo yet. They played Detroit week one. They did play Miami in Germany. Fair enough. Um, they did play Miami and they, that defense shut them down. No question. But the Eagles, I think are, are a different beast offensively. They're, healed up i think goddard's gonna be out but jalen hurts a week to kind of get right he's been dealing with some stuff in the shoulder so a week for hurts to get off mahomes has been playing nicked up he gets a week off um i think another week for mahomes to get right with these receivers we haven't had a prime time over in weeks i think the last prime time over we had was thursday night bears commanders I know it's like a weak argument to say we're due, but we're, we're, we're in for like, this is going to remind me a lot, I think, of the Rams and the Chiefs in Mexico City or the game that was supposed to be in Mexico City a few years back when Jared Goff was a member of the Rams. I like scoring early in this game with a bye, healthy units, another week from Mahomes and those receivers, hurts to get right, team total over first half, right out of the shoot, 23 and a half. That's all I'll go with. I, I don't have much in college. I, college board, I think, is hard this week too. Producer Samir, hello. Best bet, please, for this week. Hello, gang. Uh, so if I didn't learn my lesson the last couple of weeks with uh, all these losses I've had, I'm going to go back to the well with two teams that I have lost on. First, I'm going to go Seattle Moneyline on the road in Los Angeles. Um, they just flat out didn't show up, and I think that this is a, a prime opportunity for them to get right. They're about 60% covering the spread when they are favored a little bit under that. I think it's at like 58 and a half technically, if you want to get down to the specifics of the numbers, but the Rams alternatively, when they're underdogs only cover the spread 33% of the time this season. Mm -hmm. So I think it's an easy opportunity for them to get back on track. It's only a one point spread anyway. So it's really just a money line play trying to get a little bit cheat the juice there a little bit. And then um, who's the, who's the quarterback for the Rams? Do we know that yet? Should be Stafford. Okay, should be Stafford. But I think when they brought in Wentz, that was like a precautionary thing because they know Stafford's not completely right. I wasn't sure, so that's good to know. Stafford is a quarterback. Okay. Even still, is he going to yeah. be 100%? You know? No, you'd probably rather it be Stafford in some ways. Absolutely. Uh, and then we're going to go back to this first quarter spread that I really like to play because oftentimes it's literally just a point. Uh, Going to go Jacksonville, first quarter spread over Tennessee. That's at minus 112. What's wrong with you, Julian? Why that don't you court, like that, that play? quarters over here. You don't think that Jacksonville is going to be if up Tennessee in the first win, quarter? What if Jacksonville wins the coin, co- coin toss and defers, and Tennessee gets the ball and drives for eight minutes, running the ball with Derrick Henry? Yeah, see, that totals what concerns me about that play. Now, you, now, because of, now, literally because of the result of a coin flip, you've given yourself a huge negative uh chance to win this bet wow all right 
I'm just saying, I don't want to put myself in a position but, where the result of a coin flip could take uh, away. Hey, a but to, to be fair to Samir, like I see first half minus three and a half, and I'm like, eh. I hate more than a field goal there for the Jaguars. But I hear you, Julian. It's fair. I don't know. You guys figured this out. I got nothing to say. That's all Listen, I have to say. No, I hear you, and it's totally it's totally plausible that they could do that. But I think Jacksonville <laughs> getting smacked last weekend. This is like you said earlier in this segment. It's a get-right spot for them. I think they're going to want to get the ball, get that offense rolling. They really need to do something with Calvin Ridley. This guy has like not shown up for the last like four or five weeks. So hopefully they can get him involved a little bit more in the passing game. I think it's a statement opportunity for Jacksonville to prove that they are they're like on the cusp of being one of these contenders relative to the fields because last week wasn't it for them. And I think they're much better than how they played. And you know what? You know what, Samir, to your credit, like, you know, Julian, so what? If the Titans get the ball first and the Jags don't get off the field, not not necessarily a three and out, but if they don't come in there inspired and after the way they allowed San Francisco to stomp on them, then I think Samir probably looks at it like, well, good, then I don't deserve, then fine. But I, I don't deserve to win the bet. But I think if Jacksonville doesn't come out early, then they're done. They're done, done. You might, Yeah, you, you might be right about that. So right. there you go. <laughs> Great. That was good. Um, really, that was kind of mean, though, by Julian, just to attack. It was like very that. mean. I didn't I attack. I made a point that when you're betting mm-hmm. a first quarter. Yeah, but you're acting like Tennessee's a wagon on offense. They're going to get yeah. an eight-minute drive. Which it's just... Samir, why don't you just go? Why you're don't you stream a, you're live? Betting a, you're betting a 15 minute game, and you don't know who gets the ball first. I don't this care is what we're gonna do. We're gonna make we're gonna make Julian an Instagram after this record, and then all three of us are gonna go live on for Sunday coin for the coin toss and see how it see how it plays out. Yeah, but see, that's but see, you're kind of making Julian's point, like you're betting on the coin toss in some ways. But uh, <laughs> I, if you if you really think Tennessee is gonna go win this coin toss or get the ball first, whether they win or not, and march down the field in an eight and a half minute drive, it will be their most I don't like think- coherent and successful offensive drive of the season. If you really think that's gonna that's what you're betting on by countering my bet, so I'll take my chances with right. Jacksonville coming out firing rather than playing contrarian and Debbie Downer here and thinking that Tennessee is going to come out with their high-octane offense and just bleed the clock all the way down till the end of the first quarter and kick a field goal because they can't even score touchdowns. All right, we spent, we spent way too long on first-quarter betting talk uh, in the NFL. There's the one that's supposed to keep the time short. No, it's my fault, too. I, I egged it on. Um, okay, that's it. Very good. Best of luck, everybody, this weekend. Thanks again to Johnny Avello, the director director of the DraftKings Sportsbook, for joining us on Unreasonable Odds. For Samir and Julian, Brendan Glasheen, we'll talk to you again next week. Odds and lines are subject to change. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 